All right. It's officially 7 o'clock. From what I can gather, let me check my phone. Yeah, we got 7. We got 7. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Oh, and look. See this little HQ up here? HQ Trivia. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Um, HQ Trivia is this app you can get. We used to play with the boys a lot. It's kind of fun. It's kind of interesting. But every night at 7 o'clock, they kind of go live, and there's this huge trivia game live across all the phones and all the apps, and you can win money. You know, sometimes it's only like 19 cents, or sometimes it's more. (laughs) But it's pretty cool, and you should check it out. And I just wanted to say thank you guys for showing up tonight. I know sometimes that's like half the battle, and that's the hard thing. Even now, right now, it's hard to show up to this. So thanks for doing that. Um, I'm giving up HQ Live and, um, you know, the trivia thing. But um, I get that it's not always easy to show up. And so I just wanted to start off tonight by thanking everyone, all of you, for all your emails, your messages, um, your photos, your videos that were sent to us that had, like, they were full of hope, encouragement, connection, prayer requests, all kinds of stuff. Um, it was pretty cool. I loved reading, seeing, and hearing all of the stories um, about time well spent, right? During this time that we're in, actually taking advantage of the time that you might have and spending it well. I got pictures of people finding their walking sticks. I got pictures and videos of starry, um, starry skies, you know, starry night skies. Um, all the games that you've played, all the walks that you've taken, all your practices of gratitude and the things that you're doing. I love it. I love it. And it's encouraging to know that you're doing that. So thank you for sending those our way. Again, Anne's going to be fielding all the comments. She's over there doing this kind of stuff. She's making it happen over there in the corner. We all know what you're really missing on these nights, which is Anne's desserts that she bakes and brings. And so I hope you've got some kind of snack with you. I hope you've got some kind of drink. I've got a drink. We've, I don't have any snacks right around. I've got a granola bar for later, but um, no baked desserts even for me this evening. So we're all missing out on that one. Anyway, I wanted to show you guys a photo. Last time I mentioned, you know, doing some stuff like finding a walking stick and uh, practicing some gratitude. Tate and I built a snow fort. I don't know if you can see it. It's pretty rad. I think you can. There it is. And if I swipe this direction, there it is, like also behind our house. It's pretty cool. It has since fallen since it was about 50 degrees today. Um, Some of the walls fell down, sadly. But we had a great time building a fort like two hours the other day outside just the two of us. Um, And then I also wanted to show you something because I I made reference last time to having up a photo wall or maybe sorting your photos through this time on your phone, printing some of them up, actually hanging them up or creating like a wall where you can see those faces and you can feel that love from those people. We've got a refrigerator over here that has a ton of pictures on it that remind me of it. And then Anne went and ordered Silas um, a picture of him and his boys, you know, and she got it ordered and delivered so he can put it in a frame and uh, put it up during this time because it's so important to see those faces and to hear those voices and to check in and to feel that kind of a connection. So I wanted to get started off tonight with connection a little bit further, okay? So we're going to do just a quick little game. Um, It's pretty simple. It's pretty easy. It's called Two Truths, One Lie. Two Truths, 
one lie. And you can start chiming in in the comments over there. I'm not quite sure how to make it interactive. I thought I did something that would make it interactive. No clue. I'm not the techie Facebook guy. But you can send it to Anne whether or not you think one, two, or three is the lie. Right? So here you go. Number one. Um, During college, when I was in Israel... Um, I was coming home, and in the Tel Aviv airport, I switched passports with a friend of mine and attempted to lie my way through security, and I did so successfully. That's number one, lying my way through Tel Aviv security successfully at the airport. Number two, number two was recently on a trip to Universal Studios. (laughs) I was selected to be on the Fear Factor live show. And I accepted, I competed, and I won. So that's number two. Universal Studios Fear Factor Live Show champion. And then there's number three. Here I am at 42 years old, and guess what? I've never, ever tasted a mushroom. Not even once. That's number three. So send them in real quick to Ann. Do you think number one, the Tel Aviv security... Um, lying, switching passports thing was true or a lie. If you think it's a lie, send in number one. If you think Universal Studios Fear Factor Live, me being the champion, is a lie, send in number two. And if you think that number three, me being 42 years old and never having tasted a mushroom ever, is a lie, send that into Anne. Now, you guys send that in. I'm going to keep talking because... Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to play this game between now and next Tuesday, right? You're going to play two truths uh, and one lie. Two truths, one lie. You're going to call someone up over the phone. You're going to FaceTime with someone. You're going to set up a Zoom with a group of people. You're going to sit at the dinner table with whoever's in your sheltered place. And you're going to play this game, and you're going to tell stories, and you're going to explain the truth of the things and the lie. And you're going to probe a little bit deeper and connect. You're going to play. You're going to have fun. You're going to be in the moment. And that's what we're going to start talking about tonight is being in the moment a little bit more, right? So overwhelmingly, Anne, do we have any responses? Uh, yeah. what, what are we so seeing here? People have guessed every response, but... Overwhelmingly, is there one? Uh, mostly twos and threes. <laughs> mostly twos and threes. Yeah. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start with this. Number one... Um, I did switch passports with a friend in Tel Aviv airport and try to lie my way through security. And I did it. I got through, um, the head of security actually approached us ahead of time. This guy in a suit who I didn't ask any credentials from, um, said he was the head of security and I believed him and he was, so that all turned out good. But, um, yeah, we switched and my friend had blonde hair and blue eyes. And I had his passport, he had mine, and I studied the material, I read his passport, and I memorized all of it, you know. Um, My friend, however, got pulled aside pretty quickly when he didn't know his own birthday, which was mine, which is April 8th, 1978. But anyway, um, just to drop a lot in there for you. But yeah, so number one, Tel Aviv security, totally true. Number two, um, Universal Studios, Fear Factor Live, I did, I got on. And I competed, and I won. 
and I got a t-shirt and everything. Fear is not a factor for me. I beat out a weightlifter, um, a firefighter. Um, I was the skinniest, smallest, scrawniest kind of underdog dude, and I won. It was pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. Now, the third one is a lie, and it's a lie only for one reason. I have never tasted a mushroom, ever. Unless it was totally by accident. I mean, I never willingly stuck fungus in my mouth and, like, bit into it and said, ooh, this tastes good. Let me do it again. Um, like, I, I, haven't, I haven't done that. So what I can tell you is, is this. I'm only 41, guys. I'm only 41. I'm only 41. I'm not 42. My birthday's on April 8th, 1978. I've got a few more days. So, yeah, I'm not 42 yet. I'm only 41, right? So anyway, your mission, should you choose to accept it again, is to play this game. Have some fun, enjoy the moment, and tell some backstories. Um, I've noticed that conversations are changing a lot recently because we don't have a lot of good content to work with, believe it or not. We've got a lot of crazy crap that's going on and some serious stuff that feels kind of heavy. But this whole idea of engaging in conversation and getting to know people is getting a little bit more difficult. So I wanted to create this launching pad for you to play, have some fun, and also to be in the moment. A lot of people always talk about like, hey, so um, here's what I've been doing and here's what I'm going to do. And right now, um, been doing is pretty predictable and what I'm going to do is pretty uncertain. So we're kind of more focused on this living in the moment, enjoying the moment, trying to connect here right now. All right. So we're kind of in this, I'm, I'm going to use the word pause, a pause, a collective if not global pause. And maybe we're not all feeling it at the exact same time, but it's happening nonetheless to culture and society. Normal has been disrupted. Autopilot has been interfered with. And and it's just a different kind of life. I'm reminded of when Silas, my oldest, was youngest, uh, when he was young, when he was like three and four years old, he, he had no concept of today or tomorrow. We would say, hey, guess what? We're going to the zoo. And he would be like, this day? He always said this day. And we'd be like, no, no, man. We're going like five days from now. This day? This day? This? And we'd be like, no, man. Like, it's, it's, it's later. It's some other time. But he always got hung up on this day. He never even said today. So tonight we're going to talk about this day. Not tomorrow. Not yesterday. But living in that moment and being present to people, seeing them right in front of you, enjoying the conversation that you're connecting with, because we're all trying to settle into this day, this day right now that we've been given, this gift of life right now. And it seems to be a slower rhythm for the majority of us. And a lot can come with a slower rhythm. I'm not going to lie. When you slow down... There's all sorts of things that can happen. I feel like we're releasing and resetting expectations across the board. There's like a lot of uncertainty and there's this slowness and there's this new space. And that can cause all sorts of stuff, like I said, to rush to the surface. And here's the good news. You're allowed to feel all of it. All of it. You're allowed to feel it. So I wouldn't like try and shove it down or say, no, I don't feel that way or push it off. You're allowed to feel unsettled. You're allowed to feel anxious. 
You're allowed to feel grief. You're allowed to feel isolation. You're allowed to feel unexpected joy and like you're blessed. You're allowed to feel depression. You're allowed to feel alone. You're allowed to feel overstimulated. You're allowed to feel like you don't have any space. I know the other day Anne was feeling that towards me. She was like, I just need my space. (laughs) She had to get out of the house. She had to go for a walk. I was driving her crazy, crazy I was driving her. You're allowed to feel all of that. And so I just want to put something out there right now for all of you. How many people are doing some telecounseling right now, right? Put your hand in the air because I am, like, it's so interesting. I know that we go through times that are, that are hard, um, times that are stressful. And a lot of times we will throw off or cast aside or say we don't need some of the very things that we do, in fact, need. You're like, man, I don't need sleep. I don't need food. Um, I can get by without, like, self-care. Um, I don't need to fill in the blank. And I meet with a therapist. And during this time, I'm still going to meet with my therapist. In fact, I already did. And so, I don't know. I just wanted to put it out there. This is one of my brief points in this pause, in this slowdown, in this space, if you're feeling a lot, maybe this is an opportunity for you to try telecounseling. Maybe you can do that. And if you need some recommendations, hit me up. Um, I know some apps. I know some people. I know some good therapist friends. Like, we can put you in touch, okay? And you can make that happen. Now, you might be the kind of person you're like, dude, I feel a lot. I'm not ready to consider telecounseling. <laughs> um, I, you get it. You can have it, but uh, not me. Um, maybe you're the person who needs to be that friend who listens. Maybe you're the person who needs to reach out to someone who is feeling a lot, and you need to be that ear, and you need to be that person who creates that space for that person to lean into and to talk and to be able to express themselves, right? So again, like, you can feel all of this, right? It's okay to feel all of it, because that's pretty normal right now to feel a lot. I know at the last time we got together, I was trying to wrap up at the end, and I got pretty emotional, because, I don't know, it was just knowing that all of you guys are here, you're watching, I can see your names, I'm watching you guys drop comments to Ann and stuff, and um, I'll tell you what, I just got overwhelmed with like feeling love for all of you I'm doing it again (laughs) and there's a lot to be felt right now and a lot to be expressed so telecounseling is an option and um, being that person for one another is also an option you know extending that invite that you can talk we can connect and we can feel together um If you're not signed up for the MTL email list, head over to our website, experiencemoretolife.com, and get on the email list because I'm going to send out something that my therapist gave to me, which is some self-regulating tips. Uh, I'm going to send it out an email later this week along with some songs and some videos and some stuff to watch and a little blurb, Um, just good stuff. I just want to hit you guys up every week with one of those. So if you need some self-regulating tips, make sure you get on the email list, right? Um, Because I want to give that to you guys. I feel like it's really cool um, and it's really great. So, again, maybe you're the person who needs to try it. Maybe you're the person who needs to reach out and be that for someone else. Um, I grew up in a family that was super um, 
super great at expressing community and demonstrating community. I mean, my parents, they're amazing people, amazing people. Like I remember square dancing up and down the hallway with my sister, my mom, and my dad to Thank God I'm a Country Boy by John Denver. And I remember putting puzzles together and leaving them out so when people came over, they would join in on the puzzle with us. I remember group discussions at our house that were held. I remember inviting so many people over for dinner and them just staying and us getting to connect and talk. And so it was just yesterday that we did the portal with my dad. Um, the Facebook portal thing. My sister bought it for us for Christmas, and we're putting it to use, and it's pretty cool. And my dad just celebrated his 72nd birthday yesterday. It's crazy. Um, So we got on the portal with my parents, and they were both a little bit tired, and my mom actually said her fingers hurt. Now, she does have some arthritis, but it was also like, so why do your fingers hurt? She said, because I've been tapping my phone all day long and and doing this and you might think oh she's facebooking or reading stuff no she like spent so much of the day contacting and checking in on other people from their church community my dad did too they spent like their entire day like following up with kids and people and and just checking in on them and making sure that they're okay and i love that they do that I love that they check in. With this slowdown, with this pause that we're kind of collectively feeling, I feel like we can take advantage of it and reset how we connect and engage with one another. We can assume a posture of being fully present. We can truly connect and we can feel together. We can feel what one another is feeling. We can ask the questions. We can talk and be present. I'm one of those people, um, I don't know, people say, oh, Phil, you're so confident. You're such an extrovert. You've probably got tons of friends, all this kind of stuff. And and I hit these periods in my life where I feel alone. Um, I just had one earlier this week. And I was, I can't remember what I was doing. I definitely remember feeling alone that day. And just as I was kind of expressing and saying something to Anne about it, I got this text message. And I have to tell you about it because I got this text message from this guy named Danny Tarbuck. Now, you guys don't know Danny. Maybe you do. I don't know. He lives in the UK. He's in England. And Danny, if you're watching, love you, brother. Love you and your family. I did a wedding for Danny and Kaylee. Um, man, it must have been three years ago now, up on one of Vail Mountains at a private chalet, and we hung out so long, and we took this ski cat out to this ridge and did this sunset wedding. It was beautiful. But what made it even more beautiful were the people, Danny and Kaylee's families and the two of them. And they've since had their little girl, uh, Aria. And um, Danny sends me these texts. And what Danny hasn't known until probably today when I talked with him just a little bit, because I let him know I was going to share this, Danny sends me texts, and they always appear at like this most magical, mysterious time. It's like right when I need it. I love that we can do that for one another. And I love that Danny sends me these texts. Like it was literally this week, I was feeling alone, I was talking with Anne, and boom, this text comes from Danny. And I was like, oh, and a little bit goes so far. 
and especially right now with the check-ins, to like use this time to change how we engage and how we're present with one another, to follow through. I also called one of my other friends today, Justin, um, Justin Berger, such a good college friend, such a good friend to this day. And as we were closing up the conversation, I got a little emotional with him. I got a little teary. He got a little teary too. And we just kind of cried on the phone together a little bit. And we said how great it was to have a friend that you can do that with. A friend who you know kind of expresses emotion like that. Resetting our expectations with how we engage one another, with how we connect. Showing up and being fully present right now with how we feel with who we are and reaching out to one another. I love it. And I want to encourage you guys to use this space, this time to reset how you relate to one another's. So check in, be present, connect and feel. Our um, tagline kind of motto for More to Life is adventure inward. It's this whole idea that our lives get really busy. Our lives get really cluttered and filled, and uh, life can seem distracting and overwhelming and exhausting. And before you know it, it's like I said, we take some of the things that we should be doing, some of the things that we desperately need and desire, and we kind of set them aside or we toss them away because we just don't have the time. And sometimes what would even be most beneficial for our thrival is what we don't do, and we just push it away. So perhaps this is also a time to sit with some of those bigger, deeper questions that we feel like our normal lives just don't allow the time for, or we don't make the time for those things. Perhaps this is a time where we can like bring up some of those questions, bring up some of our concerns about our systems and our ways of life. The way that we're living and the things that we're doing and the pace that we're going, all of those questions. Maybe we can contemplate resetting our connection and our engagement with all of our human family, our fellow brothers and sisters in this world. Maybe we can reset our connection and engagement with the earth and how we're navigating and coexisting with this planet that we love and need and share. Maybe we can even do that with the divine, right? I find that if, if I never ask a question, I, I never get an answer. Like, I just don't, <laughs> it just doesn't do it. And when it comes to these kind of things in life, like, I don't know, like, if I sit down and I never ask, like, how I'm living or, or kind of like how I feel or, or what I need or um, what's next, like, I'm never going to get that answer. And I kind of just plow ahead kind of recklessly, honestly, sometimes, um, I've also found that if I ask, but I never listen, I also don't get those answers. Like I can ask the question and I can throw it out there, but if I never create the space, the time, or have the patience to listen, um, nothing kind of wells up within me. Nothing kind of nudges me and gives me that like, oh, kind of that feeling, you know? And so my own life can get away from me, listening and asking they don't they're such low priorities like and life just becomes a little too you know on autopilot and going forward and moving and even though I should have these high priorities of asking and sitting with some of these bigger deeper questions um, it just doesn't happen so you guys know hopefully and if you don't here you go um, I grew up with the Christian tradition and I owe a lot to it and there's this story um, that's out of the Bible that I'm just going to like highlight and kind of like 
summarize for you really quickly, but there's this person who's wanting to hear, right? Who's wanting to move forward and kind of be nudged forward into that more, into that next, into that like, what's going on and where should I go and who should I be and how should I live? All of those kind of big, deep questions. And this person goes out on the edge of like, kind of like a cliff or mountain and waits and is actively looking and actively listening. And the story says that a strong wind came through, a strong wind enough to kind of like tear the mountains up and and destroy and break the rocks. But there was nothing else there. And then it was like an earthquake came with like force and power. And again, there was nothing else there. And then fire came and destroyed and, 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 and did its thing and still nothing. And it was after all of that noise that a soft, gentle whisper came that spoke to him. He felt and heard like some answers to some of those questions. So what if, you know, I get like, first we have to ask and, and second we have to actually listen because what if the answers to some of these deep, bigger questions, what if the answers come like that, like a whisper? And the noise of our lives is just too loud to even hear. So right now, we can use this space, we can use this pause, we can use this time to sit with some of those questions, to first ask, and then to also listen The hustle is a lot less right now, hopefully, for you. And maybe in this space, you can begin to ask and listen. I wrote down some things. Um, What is it that you've been too busy to slow down and consider for your health, for your mental health, for your physical health, for your spiritual health? Should your life pace and priorities shift What is it that you really need right now, most right now in your life? Ask that question. What's next for you or after this for your life? Like what's what's coming? What's ahead? Have you pondered? Like I've been on autopilot so long, I've never thought about like maybe there's a shift coming. Maybe there's a change for me. Maybe you're going to switch careers or learn something else. How might you grow or change or shake things up in your life? Have you felt a nudge, but you just haven't paid attention to it? Maybe that's what you need to sit with right now. Like, I get caught up just imagining what we all might hear if we would simply ask and listen. I know there's so many of us and we're at so many different stages, but what might change for us individually and collectively as like a human family if we could use a pause and really reflect and move forward into more? Maybe you're thinking, you know what? After this pause, I think I'm going to work a lot less. I've heard some people already saying that. They're like, I don't know. You know, like, my pace was unsustainable, and I'm feeling it right now. I know through this pause, I'm thinking, man, we're going to do more family dinners at our house. It's going to happen more. 
Maybe you need slower days. Maybe you want to visit your parents more. Maybe you need to pursue a cause. Maybe you're going to change careers. Maybe you're just going to be a more intentional friend. Who knows? But if you ask and you listen, I would love to know what you hear back. If you want to send it to me. And I feel like you can use this pause. You can do it daily. You can do it weekly. Maybe it's just like on walks. Who knows? But again, individually and collectively, we could all change so much. And it could be so much for the better. It's like an invitation waiting for us to move forward in life, to grow, to change, to adapt, to transform. And it gets me pumped. It gets me excited for you guys, for me, for my boys, for my family. I know I'm seeing more of my boys um, these days, these past two and a half weeks, than I've seen them in a long time. And um, a lot of families don't get to see many 17-year-olds, you know, like my oldest. And, and we're getting some good time together. Anyway, use the pause. Use the pause. So now it's this whole idea of resetting. Resetting our expectations, resetting our engagement and having connection. We can use this pause to reprioritize, to recenter, to orient ourselves in a new, different way moving forward. A new way of life that's better for us, that's better for our human family, that's better for the earth, that's better for our connection with the divine and what's deepest in all of us. Now, my last thing is this. Nick Williams, you're out there. You commented on my March of the Penguins back here. These are the penguins that remind me uh, to get out of myself a little bit, right? Because we've got this story going on, but like sometimes I get all caught up in my story and my chapter and what's going on with me. And my, my story is so small. It's important. And I have to pay attention to it. And I have to live this day. But this day, there's even bigger stories going on. So I'm reminded that my story connects to your story, right? And, and my story kind of gets connected up in that. And suddenly this is like your story and my story. And then our stories get wrapped up in some even bigger stories, you know? Until finally, we're all just wrapped up here in this one large story that's going on. This big, overarching large story that we're all sharing, that we're all caught up in. It's about how we live and how we thrive together as a human family. And so before we sign off, before this kind of comes to a close this week, I wondered if we might do something together for this large story. Simply because I want us to have fun, I want us to be able to talk, but I also don't want to ignore the elephant in the room. There's a pretty large story happening globally right now. And I've never done this before quite like this, so we're all newbies in this together. Um, I just want to let you know, like, I don't care if you're sitting, standing. I don't care if your eyes are open, closed. Um, There's no right, there's no wrong way. But here's what I want you guys to do. I wanted to ask you if you would join with me and all the others who are tuned in right now and all the others who are going to watch this when they can. And if we can just join together in solidarity, in unity, as one with our human family right now. I'm going to ask you guys in a minute to muster up all the strength, all the courage, all the joy, all the sadness, all the concern, all the prayers, all the hugs, 
all the peace, all the love, all the hope that you can muster up within your being, that you can pull up into your head and into your heart, and you can just hold it there because I'm going to ask you to do that, and I'm going to ask you to send it out, to release it, to set it free, that it can go to those who need it right now, to those who are feeling so much, to those who are enduring so much, to those that are fighting so much, to those that are fighting for those that are fighting so much, to those who do feel alone or isolated or depressed or anxious, to those who need healing, to those who need to feel connected, to all of them out there. Because this is a big story and you're a part of it. And sometimes we need to do something that can like influence that and have an impact. So... We're going to do that. And here's how we're going to do it. I'm going to move you guys through mustering that stuff up. And then we're just going to sit in silence because here's the thing. You know people in all of those categories I mentioned. You've read stories about people in those categories I mentioned. You can envision and imagine strangers who are in those positions. And I want your mind to send that to wherever it needs to go. I want your being and your presence to put it out there for those people. Right? So we're just going to take a minute here. Here we go. Right now, I want you to bring up into your head and heart all the strength, all the love, all the hope, all the peace, all the healing, all the hugs, all the concern, all the prayers, all the support, every ounce of energy and good vibes that you can. Bring it up into your head and into your heart. And now over the next minute, I want you to send it out to whoever and to all that come to mind. Release it right now. All right. Man, Whew. if Justin's watching, man, I'm a crier. This story, you know, sometimes we need to get this perspective. And then tomorrow you're going to wake up <laughs> and you're going to have a day in front of you. And it's going to be this day. And I pray and hope and wish nothing more for you than tomorrow that you can live that day in that pause and that you can reset some of those expectations and how you engage with one another, that you can enjoy and be present in the moment, that you can connect and feel, that you can reach out if you need help, that you can also reach out to be the help. I pray that you can sit with those big questions for your story and for our story and that you can move forward into more. Now, I thank you guys for really doing that with me. Like, 
I was imagining how that would go. I had no clue, right? Like, but I feel like it's so important to do. And I would challenge you maybe even every day, if you can just five, five minutes to bring all of that into your heart and to hold it and to release it again, right? And to be pulled to that bigger story um, that we're all in this together, and to experience that moment. And maybe if you can like send it out like that, I would love for you to sit like another 30 seconds and I would love for you to receive it from everyone who's sending it out as well. Because you need some of that care, some of that love, some of that peace as well for yourself. So maybe practice trying to do that. So, you guys, until next time, friends, until the next more to life, when we get together like this, continue to live and love in the midst of this pause that we feel. Remember that tomorrow the sun shines and fights for your day, so be strong. Reset your expectations and your engagement with yourself, with others, with our human family, with the earth, with the divine. May you feel and connect. May you ask and listen. May you send and receive love and support and good vibes. And may we all move forward together in this gift of life and our shared story together. I wish you health and safety, grace and peace, and love to each and every one of you. Amen. Now, that's it. That's all we got tonight. That's it. I got to take a sip real quick. I do have something important to say, though. That's all we got. So you need to go until next Tuesday. You need to play two truths and one lie with people and connect and be in the moment. And um, I'm, I'm anxious, like, to hear some stories about that. I'm anxious to hear if you ask and listen and what you hear back. And next time we meet is going to be Tuesday, April 7th. And if you caught my lie at the beginning, my lie... I'm not 42 because I'm turning 42 on April 8th, 1978. So we're meeting the day before my birthday. Now, here's the thing. I'm celebrating my birthday during a pandemic, and I'm not alone in that. My dad did it. He turned 72. I know some people who are going to tune in tonight, but they're like, oh, our kid's got a birthday. We're throwing, you know, and it's like there's a lot of birthdays that are happening. So here's the thing. If I learned one thing from all of my Sky alumni students throughout the years, it's that dressing up for parties makes everything more fun. So here's the thing. I want to see next time when we get together, you're not going to order anything. You're not going to like go out. You're going to stay within your place of shelter and you're going to say, what do I have to wear? to the next MTL on Tuesday, April 7th to celebrate birthdays, kind of for everybody, right? We're going to have a birthday bash, and we're also going to have a talk. So you can take that any way you want to. I mean, are you going to show up in a suit and a tie because you're dressing up It's a formal affair? Are you going to get all costumey on us? Are you going to wear some jorts and like, like a fake mullet? I don't know what you're going to do, but here's what I want to see happen. As we're starting next time, I want you guys to text me. Yeah. Text me those pictures so I can have them on my phone and I can keep putting them up and we know who's wearing what and what you guys look like. And the real question is going to be, can anybody take me seriously um, <laughs> when I talk next week wearing something probably pretty ridiculous? So who knows what's going to happen, but that's 
what's going to happen for the next more life. We're going to have a birthday bash. We're also going to talk um, about some really uplifting things. And don't forget to get on that email list because I'm going to send out some really cool stuff and watch this John Krasinski video today. He's doing this whole there's good in the world right now kind of thing um, on Facebook. And it's awesome, right? So I'm just going to put some of those resources in your hands. Oh, <laughs> Melina Mueller, who's watching, says... No birthday suits, though, for next time. No birthday suits. We know what that means, right? No nudity. Come on, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good one, Melina. Um, anyway, um, I'm excited for you guys in this pause. I'm excited for what it can mean for our, our relationships towards one another, towards our human family, with the divine, towards the earth. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens, and, and, and I'm, I'm in it with you. I'm sitting with some of those same things myself. And so until next time, like I said, play that game. Show up wearing something great next week and text it to me if you need my number. Um, should I just say it? Can I do that over like this? Like, is that weird? Anne's giving me this look like, uh. if you don't have my number, um, send a message and we'll get it to you. Um, but yeah, because I want to see those pictures of, of all kinds of crazy stuff. So anyway, guys, I love you guys. From the bottom of my heart, health, safety, grace and peace, and love. We'll see you next Tuesday for the MTL Birthday Bash. (laughs) 